We are recording, not live. We're recording. Nice. So, anything oh. new, crazy? Oh, not too much. I mean, I know uh, the home, uh, the homeland is on fire. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I guess your, um, most of your family is safe except for Charlie, right? Yeah, apparently his place is uh, currently fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my mom's work got evacuated, so that's like. That's why I was I was just on the phone with her, talking about it because it's pretty nuts trying to evacuate a old folks home. Yeah, no, no kidding. It was which, like which one? Especially because like half. Of, well, she's village at, at Smith Creek. Oh, Smith Creek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got evacuated, and like half of their like part, like half their building is people with dementia, right? So oh like, my god. Trying to like get old people organized that have no idea what's going on, nor can they even comprehend what's going on, is a. Uh, that must, and and uh, are oh. and are pissed that like because well, <laughs> it, it happened what to do. from what what I read because I I did hear about that on Castnet or whatever. What I heard it was like at twelve in the morning too. Like were they all sleeping and shit? Like yeah, I think it was like two a.m. Oh god. Um. So everyone's asleep, and like no, yeah, the organization was terrible. Oh my god. I guess like a bunch of the old people were too. Were like they were like told like what to like to like pack something in case. Right. And so, like, my mom, like, is getting this woman, like, out the door, and she's like, okay, what did you pack? And the woman has, the only thing she has packed is one photograph of her family oh. and a Bible. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's like, you need clothing. You need yeah. underwear. Like, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Man, I don't know what you would even do in that, like situation you know yeah she, she was saying like this is this is one of those scenarios where like you get to see like certain people just like really shine as leaders yeah um and certain people just like Fucking just like fail. disappear because like i think in her entire facility she's got like there's there's only like six people that actually like mobilized everyone else is like wow. no can't i'm out um that's so that's so unfortunate just crazy Jesus. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, that was so. That was basically. Uh, so I showed up in Kelowna on Sunday, um, which was when that whole fucking shit show kicked off. I'm mm. gonna show you a picture from uh, driving through, like Enderby. Like, Whoa! Like the whole fucking world was like dying when I was driving. I can't even there. like. So you you. That's a picture from a phone through a screen and. <laughs> And the sky looks like the apocalypse. Yeah, I'm gonna so, send it to you just in text. It, but... it can't like possibly transfer like compared to real life. <laughs> I can imagine that it looked like the entire world was on fire. Oh, and it's like, and, and it doesn't. So that that picture, like when you're driving through, I was like, okay, there's no way that um, this is like from the fire, right? And then sure enough, like I, I start, I was like, okay, oh, so this, the sun is on the other side and it's reflecting off the smoke. So yeah, the, the smoke is from the fires, but it's not like it's like Enderby's on fire itself, you know, or else the whole place would be shut down. Right. So it was mostly just the smoke, but it was pretty, like that was at 2.30 p.m. in the afternoon. So, Whoa. yeah, yeah. So like you're driving through, people have like their head beams on, high beams yeah, on. Yeah, it looks like it's like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. So that was a, that was mental. Um, and like, like it's, it's hard to like drive through because the, just the fumes, like the smoke itself is like, like just killing me. Right. Um, mm -hmm. felt like I was smoking darts constantly. Right. 
So anyway, I get, I so I drove. I I woke up at three thirty in the morning on Sunday, um, in Saskatoon. Packed my car, uh, and then was leaving Saskatoon by four thirty because I needed to get into town because my brother's leaving Sunday to go. I see your cat playing in the background. By the way, it's awesome. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Um, I was leaving. To, to try and make it here because Tanner had a going away party. My dad was basically like, oh, you're coming home party or whatever. It's like one's in, one's out. I guess right. all four of us can never be in the same place at once. Um, so anyway, I uh, that, that was a battle. Like that was the longest drive ever. I've done it in one day before, but for whatever reason, that one just beat the shit out of me. Um, so I show up and they just like started closing down like all the places i'm driving through right because of the fire and all that stuff so i was like right. thank god like just chanced that i made it here um and then tanner was supposed to fly from Kelowna to toronto because he's playing hockey in chicago now and so um he his flight got canceled like last minute and he had to still be in chicago for like the day after or whatever so he starts um driving with my aunt down to um, the coast, so he can take a plane from Vancouver to, um, you know, uh, San Francisco, and then from San Francisco to Chicago. But, of course, they start closing the fucking Coquihalla, right? So he just, like, narrowly squeaks by that first closure, but then has to go down to Aspen Grove, which is, like, a different highway, adds, like, another hour drive to Vancouver. So the whole, like, night was just a mess. And then, so my mom is at my dad's house, like, we're all at my dad's house just having fun. Um, they hear about uh, the fire, so they're like, okay, maybe we should leave. So they go home, and then they get evacuated, so they come back and stay at my dad's house. Like, it was just like this. Like, I showed up to town, COVID's back on lockdown, fires yeah. are everywhere. Like, <laughs> yeah, and Afghanistan's going to shit too, I guess. Oh, so, man. man. It's just a nightmare. It is. So, yeah. Um, and then to add to that, right, so um, I left on Sunday, and the moving company was scheduled to come to Friday, so the Friday before I left, right? So they said, uh, well, we'll be there between the 11th to the 14th or whatever, and they ended up showing, or they ended up uh, picking the uh, uh, 13th. And I was like, okay, and, and they said, we'll be there between 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. And I was like, oh, perfect, that'd be awesome. So I'm waiting, you know, um, packing up my shit, like trying, I'm like rushing, because I was like, oh, fuck, I didn't think they were going to be here this quick. Packing all my stuff, throwing it in the garage. You know, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3.30 comes around. They give me a call. And I'm like, hey, are you guys here? And they're just like, no, actually, our truck broke down. Um, and the next time we're going to be able to get to you is going to be the 26th to the 31st of August. So I was like, are, are you kidding me? Like, I was like, first of all, that, that doesn't work because, um, like, the 31st is the end of the month. I got to be out by the 31st. You bailed yeah. on me right now. So how can I trust that you're going to do this again? And then second of all, um it's it's just like i need my shit like mm -hmm. so i ended up just like basically having like a fucking freak out not on them just like i hung up i was like okay well if there's nothing you guys can do fuck it and i was like what the hell am i gonna do like i just finished yeah. breaking down my bedroom my office like everything's in boxes so staying here is not an option so i called my few people just chatting and and uh my business partner's like Man, just just drive down to Kelowna tomorrow. I was like, you know what? I, whatever. That sounds like a good idea. I left all my shit in Saskatoon, essentially, mm -hmm. and uh, have since been trying to figure out what the plan is. Um, and the it, it's really annoying because they 
and I understand it from the moving company's point of view, sort of. They have they don't know when they're gonna be in Saskatoon, so they give you the range of dates that they're gonna show up on, and they give you one day's notice when they know for sure when they're gonna be in town, right? But so I was like, okay, I'm still interested in doing this because I don't want to move my shit. Like, I, you know, it's still a pain in the ass. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, if you guys aren't there by the 28th, like I'm canceling. And she's like, well, because it's in the time frame, we can't refund anything in it or anything for that. And I was like, God damn, okay. So then my business partner's like, dude, worst case scenario, like we'll just go out there with a U-Haul trailer, pack everything up and then come home. And you know, I was really fighting that idea because that drive is just such a nightmare to do. Yeah, of now, course. I will have him, which is awesome. And then it kind of started like growing on me, like, you know, after the few days that I had to think about it, <clears throat> kind of calm down about the situation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I don't even have faith that this moving company is going to like do my stuff properly. You know, like if they're going to show up. Yeah. I'm not going to be there because I was, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to talk to my cousin and see if he can like be there for when they're going to show up and deal with them and da 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 da. Um, and it's still going to be like $2,600, $2,700, like really expensive, right? Um, and the only reason why I went with a moving company is because the U-Haul to rent a truck and drop it off in Kelowna was like $3,000. So it was too expensive, right? Right. But now that I'm in Kelowna, if we rent a trailer and we're dropping it off back in Kelowna, um, you just pay the daily rate. So it's like 50 bucks a day. And there's no kilometers on the trailer. Right. So, because the other thing, I was like, oh, well, it's way cheaper because, again, for the truck, um, it's only it's only like $25 rental a day, but you pay a dollar per kilometer. So that's still going to be like $2,600 all said and done, plus gas. So like three grand. So it's not expensive. Mm-hmm. But we decided that, you know, a five by eight by whatever, five by eight by six trailer would probably be enough, hopefully, to fit all my shit in. <clears throat> and so we're going to, so it's eight feet long, which isn't like a whole ton of space. Um, and then six feet <laughs> opening. But, you know, if you really pack that thing, um, I think I think we could probably do it. I don't have a whole lot. Like, I don't really have any bulky-ass furniture. It's just my bed, which is massive, but it's an endy, so it kind of, you can just kind of, like, throw it in a fucking corner. Um, yeah. And then, like, I got a few long pieces. Um, like, my desk is six feet, but the thing is eight feet wide, so, you know, it's going to be a, going to be tight, but... Um, I'd recommend trying to like part with as much shit as you possibly can before it gets there. Cause, or before, or like, sorry, before not before there, yeah. there, you're taking it there. But, uh, finding a way to get rid of a bunch of shit, cause you're tight. You're, you'd be surprised at how quickly those things fill up. Yeah. Well, my business partner's, he's like, oh, you should be surprised at how much shit you can fit in them. <laughs> um, so, I don't know, man. <laughs> so I'm going to, I guess. I guess like you don't have do you have like a you don't have like a couch or anything? No, no like any, the like, only piece of furniture I have is um my bed and then I do have uh like a like just a uh one chair, like a normal chair and then a desk chair. Okay. Um, and you don't have a table. Well my desk, but we can take the top off desk. um and then do that. Plus we're taking his like Chevy Traverse, which adds like another four or five feet of, of right. like package okay. space. So I think we should be okay. And honestly, um, a lot of that shit that, that's in boxes in Saskatoon has been stuff that's been in boxes since I got there. So, right. like, if I ultimately have to just bomb some shit into the dump, whatever, you know? Yeah, I'm fair. Not, I'm not super hurt about it. Um, mm-hmm. It's just going to be, like, yeah, it's just going to be freaky. And I have a motorcycle that's going to come back, too, which, which is going to be interesting. But I guess that 
Maybe you can put that in the back of the truck. Uh, well, it'll be a Chevy Traverse, so it's not a truck, but... Um, oh, sorry. No, I think we'll put it in the trailer, and we'll just, like, stack boxes around it. Like, I don't really care yeah, yeah. about it too much, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a Tetris piece. And, so, and then to add insult to injury, right? Originally, I had booked a, a 6x12 U-Haul trailer. U-Haul calls me yesterday to say, hey, um, we're out of 6x12, so the only thing we have is an 8x5. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. This just gets better and better and better, right? Yeah. I was like, okay, I guess we'll take four feet off and hope that, you know, shit is still going to fly. For the best, yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. Worst case scenario, I just bomb a bunch of crap in the garbage, um, which is still going to be a pain in the ass because like, that means I have to do it. Um, but, yeah, so that's been my life for the past, like, five days. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Moving is crazy stressful and doing it, like, basic. I mean, that's awesome that your, your, your partner's helping you out. Yeah. Like, super that's amazing um but like just like doing so much of that by yourself and from another province and for, like that's to like terrifying i know i'm gonna have to do that eventually yeah <laughs> so i'm like well like you say i uh, recommend just throwing all of your shit in the garbage <laughs> yeah exactly as much as possible just trash everything but yeah and and uh, if it comes to that i mean fuck it you know um i don't know it's yeah it's just moving. It's just just a grind. Yeah. Even like uh, when I woke up, so like I wouldn't recommend doing this ever again. By the way, so like I was like, you know what? If I just get up, if I go to bed early and I can get up early at three thirty or whatever, then I can leave by four thirty. Takes thirteen hours, but I gain an hour, so I should be there around four thirty p.m. or whatever, right? Um, so I like went to bed at like seven, which I've never really done. Right, so then I kind of have like a shitty sleep. I end up just kind of like waking up around three. I was like, well, okay, perfect. Like, I guess I'll just get up, right? And then instantly, like, you're on the coffees, right? And then like around like, I was like at ten minutes outside of Golden, probably like twenty minutes outside of Golden, BC, and uh, I, I, my brain was just like turning off, and I was like freaking out. I was like, what is going on with me? Like, what? So I like literally like panic, blinkered on to the side of the shoulder. And just like was just like, dude, what is going on with my body right now? Like, try, I'm just trying to figure out like, is it a mental thing? Like, is it just anxiety? Is it like a, have I eaten lots today? Like, you know all this. And and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna try to go to Golden and take a nap. And I get back on the highway and like five minutes later, I'm like freaking out. I see like a brake check thing and I just like, bomb into the brake check, park there, and I was like, okay, I need a 15 minute nap or just mm -hmm. just something, right? I take a nap and 15 minutes wake up use the washroom there and i'm still not really feeling very good so now i'm starting to like freak out because i'm just like man i'm i'm in golden like with well, like i'm not even in golden i'm 10 minutes outside of the city i can't even drive for five minutes without full-blown panicking you know mm. i'm like what the fuck is going on with me and i was like hey i've been eating nothing but spits and like some tim hortons early <laughs> this morning so i'm like i'm probably just like like uh not nutritioned or whatever mal probably malnutritioned plus the only thing i've had is like water there's like no electrolytes da, 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 da. so i'm like okay all i have to do is drive 10 minutes and get the golden and i'll take an actual break i'll eat some food da, 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 da. it took every ounce of willpower to just like <laughs> keep my brain shut up and just be like get me to this fucking city i finally get there fill my car up and i go have like a salad filled with veggies 
you know, I buy some candy because I hadn't had any sugar that day. Mm -hmm. I thought maybe my blood sugar is low. Like at this point, I'm fucking just doing them. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It's whatever you can do. Yeah. So I buy some Gatorade, candy, vegetables, like, um, and you know, I still didn't really feel very good there, but I was like, I have to keep going. Like, like what's, what am I just going to live in golden from now on? Like, no, <laughs> you know? So I was like, but I started breaking down the trips. I was like, it, like looking at my maps. I was like, okay, in 20 minutes, there's going to be a pullout. If, if shit hits the fan, I can do that. 20 minutes after mm -hmm. that, I can do that. This trip might take me fucking 15 hours, but whatever, you know? And, and sure enough, like 10, 20 minutes on the road, I start feeling really good. Like I'm finally, you know, my body's like leveling out, you know, it's probably about to just pass out and just cause I yeah. had like no food. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was like, thank God. Um, and then, yeah, you know, you kind of get that second wind and I just, I just kind of listened to music the whole way, um, back to, to Kelowna essentially yeah. stopped, uh, yeah, that was it. I filled up in same, similar to our trip, but I've, I, uh, I, uh, got a bit more efficient. So I, I only have to fill up twice now. Um, once, or I guess three times, once in Saskatoon before I leave and I fill up in Hannah, which is like in Alberta. And then I fill up in golden, which, it, and then go all the way to Kelowna. I end up with like half a tank, which is nice. Right. So yeah. Am I super pumped to do that fucking trip again at the end of the month? No, not really. But honestly, even just telling the moving company, no, I'm going to do it myself relieves so much pressure off me. Cause I was like, at least I know it's going to be done properly, you yeah. know? Um, and I'm going to save myself like essentially the, the security deposit of 500 bucks is going to pay for the trip right because mm. the u-haul is 100 bucks um plus it's probably going to be 400 dollars in gas and other just like eating expenses and shit like that so yeah um, yeah not super pumped but you know what um happy that i'll be able to just do it right do it myself mm -hmm. um and i don't have to like pester any of my cousins to like you know be like hey can you guys get make sure this is done properly etc etc yeah yeah so um yeah but no i uh and you know i rented a storage locker here so my plan is to just kind of like only bring in exactly what i need to the condo like when i get there and just kind of like get used to that habit be like okay like what do i actually need to like live and like what what can just like stay in boxes and i can bring somewhere else so that if i have to move again it's just going to be like the essentials or whatever right yeah yeah um, totally. so that's kind of the, the number one plan there but um yeah, I'm. I'm just kind of hoping that this trailer's gonna work out properly. Yeah, just looking at the amount of stuff I have right now. I've got one, two, three, four. four. It's gonna be tight. Well, I'm just gonna show up and deal with it. <laughs> Cross the bridge when you come to it. I mean, I, there's not really anything you can do from there. So no, exactly. You might as well. Um, oh, I guess you could try to like rent a, like a, one of those trash bin things. Yeah, I'll probably just end up doing a dump run but, if I need to. Yeah. Or just leaving it all in the alley. <laughs> Dude, I gotta in say, man, waking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this was there, and I got you. Um, <laughs> man, when I woke up, three thirty, it's black as night. I don't exactly live in like the best spot. Like you know, I'm kind of just outside of the ghetto, and. There's also a massive like P and E like festival going on like a street or two away from my house in Saskatoon, and so like I wake up and I'm just like man, and I heard like a noise like I heard like a garbage can get flipped over or something like that and I was like oh my god like my car's out there, you know I gotta go and pack this car before I leave, 
So I'm just like, I'm gonna have to fight somebody, you know? Like I was, I was pretty spooked too. It took me like 20, 10 minutes to like talk myself up and be like, dude, mm-hmm. just fucking go out there. So I grabbed like a, like the end of a jack, you know? Like you pump up a jack. <laughs> I was just like, uh-huh. fucking open the garage door. It slowly rises, and I just like walk out with this fucking big metal pipe. I'm just like, I didn't see anybody. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm ready. You were ready. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. So get all pumped up for nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, yeah, I was jacked up. I was like, fuck yeah. Um, ready to kill something. So. Yeah. That's good. Is it? <laughs> good to get that, get that, uh, get pumped up like that, everyone, every now and yeah, then. Yeah, that little shot of adrenaline. Because then you know you can do it. Yeah, you know, or true. maybe Or maybe you can't, but you can at least get ready to. <laughs> you can at least pretend <laughs> like you're going to. Yeah. Yeah. Or run through that every now and then. <laughs> dry run yeah so what are you up to um not too much honestly just like I don't know get, I got back into running or just recently oh nice trying to get back into it great um what, what spawned that um I don't know just like feeling out of shape <laughs> yeah and like still can't really like we you can go to the gym but it's like a pain in the ass so mm. yeah, my plan is to try to like get into ish shape enough to be worth going back to the gym once the face masks and stuff aren't required which might never be but yeah. who knows well that's the same similar situation as here um they uh like, it seems like wherever I move, COVID just hits the hardest. Because, like, when I moved to Saskatoon... <laughs> you are COVID. Yeah, that week was, like, no restrictions, and I got there, and it was, like, full restrictions. I was like, God damn it. I come back here, Kelowna, full restrictions again. I was like, are you guys kidding me? Like... Yeah. I was like, oh, man. But I guess you guys... You guys have... You guys have been pretty restricted the whole time, eh? Yeah, we've never... We never really went out. Like, we... Yeah, we never got to the point that BC was when I was there last. Right. No, that um, sucks. Oh, yeah, because when you were That's here, just, that was when everything was kind of opened yeah. up. Yeah, it opened up briefly there. Yeah. And now it's back, um, to, back to the whole But, yeah, we, we're, it's pretty shit right now. Um, Weird that I just said just, it's back to normal. Like, the normal is, like, COVID, which is freaky. I just said that. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah, <laughs> our, our university mandated recently that, like, if you want to go to the university, or if you're going to be using any of the facilities, you have to be vaccinated. Yeah, how freaky is like, that? And anybody that... Uh, well, what was funny is like you're allowed an exemption on like if you have some health related reason or, or like they haven't actually they haven't actually explained what <laughs> really counts as an ex- ex- exemption. Yeah. But one of like the qualifiers is like if you manage to get an exemption and you want to go to the school, you have to get you have to be tested for COVID twice a week. Oh my god, that's such a waste of resources. Yeah. Well, also like so. I was just I was just thinking about like so it's like using like the rapid response. I don't know right. what that is. I'm assuming it's not like the nose one anymore. Or the spit one. If I had to fucking put that thing up my nose twice a week, no. I actually don't happening. find that bad. Like I dude, I hate it. Really? Oh man, it was terrible. Yeah. I was just having a full conversation with a nurse. We're just chatting. She's like, "Oh, this could be feeling uncomfortable." I was like, "Yeah, whatever." She's like, "I'm just still like talking and stuff," and she's like, "It's like, oh, that's." I was like, "That's not that bad." Like it. You must have like. 
ginormous nasal passages or something Maybe. or you're or you're so used to allergies and like inflammation yeah. that it's nothing to you yeah actually when she Man, pulled it me, out it i was, was like <laughs> yeah i was uncomfortable for sure but anyway whatever i'm assuming it's like yeah it's like a, it's like a quick thing right but i don't i it wonder is. what like the i wonder what the like the false positive rate is on it oh yeah yeah, yeah. like i wonder if it's like three percent or something then like you're almost guaranteed like if you're doing it twice a week you're like you're guaranteed good. to get at least one false positive while you're that's gonna absolutely and that is some interesting territory that uh pete like the the government's playing with right like i'm fully vaccinated yeah. me um, too but i i i like you know personally for me like if somebody doesn't want to get it fair enough whatever I, just, I don't really care it's not really my spot to tell them what to do or what not to do but I'm happy that I'm on the vaccinated side because, um, yeah. you know, I'm not the ones being limited. Like, I think they just put into play if you want to fly, you have to be vaccinated. Like, that, that yeah. that's like, whoa, you know, that's a pretty um, just like. Yeah, I think yeah. so with the university, like, again, there's no way they can like actually like enforce it. They're right? not asking for any like proof. So right. it's like. You can basically just lie your way through it. And if it says that like if you get caught then you're fucked, but, yeah. how but you like what caught? like how are you gonna get caught if you just lie through your teeth? Well I guess they could ask for like proof of vax. Like you guys have cards, right? They could. But then you could just print yeah, your own. Could. Like man, that'll be the new fake IDs, man. Maybe we should start making <laughs> some of those. Vaccine. Yeah, right. Um All I have yeah, is this I, I think paper like, card though. Like if I lose this, am I fucked? Like <laughs> Oh, I don't have that. Oh really? Mine's like Mine's actually like on my health record, like permanent. Oh, mine like, probably is too. I would hope yeah. so. I hope it's not this up to me to not lose this. Like, <laughs> I don't have anything like that. So I, I think I do have like an email proof, maybe. I'm gonna take a yeah, I do. I have like email proof of, but, um, but yeah, I think like, so the university can't, I don't think they're going to put a lot of resources into policing no. it because, I mean, why? I would say like the only um, way they could really do it is if they put it in like another scanning feature where on that card that whatever you scan has your vaccination status or whatever um, yeah it's your health card basically yeah yeah, so like, yeah yeah they'd have to get a scan of your health card or it, when you apply or like you'd have to upload some kind of little or, or even the slip like that can be it can be cheated but mm -hmm. they could have some kind of thing but i don't think they will or they they won't i'm sure they won't <laughs> yeah um and so like because of that like i don't really like i'm not I don't really care like if people that aren't going to get vaccinated are just going to lie about it i think like i don't yeah. think that's a well it's already um, happening right now like all the people that i know and it's actually kind of crazy i was talking about this with uh, some other people um well you know uh kim and jerry amanda's mom and dad yeah so they got evacuated and so they ended up staying with my dad as well just just like mm -hmm. the parents um and we're like i'm actually closer friends with jerry and kim than i am with like her their kids yeah. or whatever, just like just because you know because family yeah, yeah family just because you know there. they're my dad's friends and etc etc but i see yeah. them more mm -hmm. um but i was talking to them and i was saying like it's really interesting who out of your friend group like like this is like another dynamic that you've never really had to deal with right so all of a sudden i have these friends who i'm still friends with but then you hear about like like oh this is just like like politics you know it's like you never really talk about religion or politics or you talk about i guess was lots but um now it's like vaccination and then you'd think that like your friends would just be vaccinated but like no some of them are like no i don't believe in that da, 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 da. like it's this and this and this and i was like i was like oh shit i don't know what to it's, even say it's really interesting yeah um same with like at the like at the university like again i always take like a pretty like 
middle of the road approach yeah. to pretty much everything. Same here. Um, I think that's probably why we're such good friends. <laughs> it's like yeah, neither of us so are really extreme in either, <laughs> in either direction. Um, but like on campus, like people, the fact that the university has mandated it, but isn't like checking, like, isn't going to be like policing it like hardcore people are outraged. Yeah. Um, and which is like, it's kind of like, I guess it's not surprising to me, but just how polarized, like not polarized. It's like, there, it's very, very towards vaccination at the university, which mm -hmm. may, I, I, like, it makes sense. Well, um, same with like flights and everything like that, right? Like it, yeah, well, that's exactly. why I said like, I'm happy I'm on the winning yeah. side just by chance, same. essentially. Same. Right? And, and the thing is, is like, like, especially now because I'm like, when we're double vaxxed, like number one, our chance, even if we're surrounded by fucking COVID people, like 5%, chances of getting it? it aren't that aren't very high and even if you were to get it it would be nothing because we're right. double vaxxed right it's like you'll fight it in, a, in like <laughs> hours or a day or whatever um so like to me like for people that are double vaxxed like the risk is kind of negligent like mm -hmm. kind of like is it it's not really any worse than other things i know like that's what people said before yeah but like once you're vaccinated it's not really any worse than other mm -hmm sicknesses right well the one so thing... like so like to to be forcing people to or not forcing but to be mandating people to get them mm -hmm. um we never mandated flu shots before no but we so, did like, mandate not... like polio and all that kind of shit did we not um it just happened when you were a baby so i think like to be honest times... i don't think that is man no. that's not mandated Actually, poli we don't get polio vaccines because polio's gone. <laughs> oh, well, it was. Um, I think, didn't it come back? Like, <laughs> uh, Maybe, but uh, like, like I don't have a polio vaccine, I don't oh, think. Okay. I, and you don't, I don't think. Like, I don't, just be I don't tetanus think you... then? Is that what we have? Or... Yeah, we get, um, <clears throat> it's called the, uh, so there's like, yeah, tetanus. HPV. Um, pertussis. Um, H HPV is also elective. You don't have to get it. Mm. Uh, well, actually, I think they're all elective. I don't think you have right, to get any vaccines, but, okay. but, um, uh measles mumps rubella measles, is mumps, one yeah. of the is like the main one people yeah. get and then in grade seven we got like chicken pox and another booster of tetanus because you have to keep going for tetanus don't yeah. you yeah oh and hepatitis hepatitis that's hepatitis what it was c, I think yeah, we got, yeah. or hep b b or c i don't know what is so but, it's already but, it's interesting because we've already gone through this before like i, I remember seeing like somebody freak out on facebook and, and this is again a facebook post i've seen but i mm -hmm. believe it's true um, you know, somebody was like, oh, I can't believe you're asking for proof of vaccination. And then there's like a picture below it that was just like literally a vaccination card of like measles, mumps. Da, 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 da. It's like we already have yeah, that. I think most, essentially, I think most daycares you know? require that. Yeah. And it's like we already have um, this. It's just like an, another round of fucking shit to deal with. So it's yeah, kind of interesting, exactly. you know. Um, I think like people will always push back when you're, I mean, you in a way it is like it's an, it's, it's an infringement on freedom. For sure. Right? Yeah. Um, so it's like the argument is like, what is it? a valid infringement because <laughs> yeah. like there's lots of things that infringe on your freedom all the time that we kind of mm -hmm. we don't argue about anymore but like seatbelts for instance like yeah. when seatbelts first came into effect people fought back smoking. on them hardcore yeah. smoking inside um, smoking. yeah lots of them where people are like this is my right i can choose to put on a seatbelt or not and um i mean well fuck, some man, ways you I, look at I, texting and driving. Ways I agree with that <laughs> yeah that's true yeah, and, and that's and that's what I do. Is like I do uh, agree with it. There's also the difference point. between like, yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess also partly because like, like historically, like on my grandma's side, um, they were like Germans living in Russia, 
that were all like basically like ethnically cleansed like they were all like worked to death in like siberian work camps and shit jesus um and it's that was like again it was like in the in the um in the idealism of like a, this is what's good for the country or this is what what's right, good for the overall right. group they were right. kind of right so like Nietzsche. I, i'm always i always am hesitant to push back on or, or i'm always <laughs> gonna want to push back a little bit on yeah. on giving the the government any authority to really do anything because yeah, once they have it you know it's not like they they ever really give it back you know yeah and it's and it's something that can totally be abused for who knows what sure it's hard to predict but like having the government mandate you to do anything um i think should always be pushed back a little mm. bit and, and have them really think about <laughs> make, make sure it really is for important things yeah yeah um so like yeah i agree that like so you know what it is is my watch, Your watch is, is like is reflecting and she's just like seeing reflections <laughs> crazy but uh yeah so anyway i'm one to like i i think rights of the individual matter a lot mm -hmm. um i'm obviously going to get double backs and i think everybody should but i don't think it should be like i don't, I don't think people should be tied down and vaccinated mm -hmm. but and then the the other interesting bit is like um when you look at like airplanes and like stuff like that, you know, they're for the most part private companies, you know? Um, so it's yeah. like, like if you're, cause the same way they can say, well, we only want vaccinated, like, okay, just don't fly my airline. It just so happens that all the airlines agree that, well, no, we don't want COVID. So it's like, so at the same point, it's gonna be like, if you don't wanna do this, your life is just gonna be harder, you know? Like, yeah, we have gotten to a strange point in history where for the first time, well, I don't know if it's necessarily the first time, but for the first time in many sectors, um, corporations are so big mm. that they're essentially like governments. Yeah. Well, look at like social medias. So like when social media, yeah, so example, so that's a so like social media is the best example where it's like, you know, Twitter can just ban you for whatever the fuck they want because yeah. they're technically a private company yeah. you're just taking part in and you don't mm -hmm. have to. But they're also so big that they kind of like, like, at some point, we're going to have to decide on whether gigantic corporations need to follow the same uh, standards mm -hmm. as governments do. Well, and the, the, the crazy thing about specifically social media or tech companies is they move so fast. And because every person in the world has a smartphone that can latch onto this new technology, there's like, and the government moves so slowly, right? They can't impose rules faster than Twitter or Facebook can actually become a thing. You know, like, I don't know if you saw much of the Mark Zuckerberg hearings like way like a year ago or whatever, or two years ago, but the dude was like, like most of the senators in their like 60s have no idea what he's talking about. Right. Yeah. And they're both, they're basically asking questions like, like, you know, like stupid shit. Like, oh, how do I unblock this? It's just like, is this like a fucking IT hearing or is it like a, yeah. you know, that's right. And so like, yeah, it was, it was I don't know a lot how. of wasted time. Just yeah. So either they're going to have totally to relevant. make like another governing body of like tech where they where, where it's like literally the, the requirement is like you have to be younger than 30 and you know like all you have to have like an xbox and a ps1 like all this shit like or xbox one well, yeah PS5. i mean at a certain point like can you even take part in like most of society if you don't have internet like should internet be a right yeah i think it should well I, mean, I, think it sh I think it should be i think it should too yeah um um because if it's not then it's like you, you're you're deprecating like your your society is being held back by it's rules. a utility and like yeah. if you don't have it like good luck taking part in an education system mm -hmm. if you don't have internet 
And and um, it's very uh, like you said, them being private companies is very interesting because you know, like you said, with Donald Trump, you know, banned. I don't think that's a bad idea because I think the guy's an idiot. Um, but mm -hmm. but for example, I just saw a thing where the Taliban is allowed on Twitter as long as they behave by the rules. You know, and <laughs> yeah, at a certain point, it's kind of like fair. You know, if they if they abide by Twitter's policies, like what what separates them from anybody else? You know, you know, maybe they are just dickbags in real life, but like. How do you do? You want to just give them the like? That, it's such a such a weird spot, right? Um, that is weird. That's really weird. Yeah. So Donald Trump's like. Well, I, I guess also the or... Taliban is also not a single person. So <laughs> yeah. Well, they like, made like a they made like a Taliban oh, I group of okay. They like, have it's an, like official an official Twitter. account. Yeah, and they're like verified and everything. Um, that was uh -oh. pretty messed up too. Um, I saw this like meme that was just like. I think it was posted by somebody who's like super conservative or whatever, but it was like, uh, it was like, oh my god, COVID's, COVID's like, uh, quieting down, release the Taliban, and so it's just like the next thing we've got to deal with now, but, yeah, yeah that's an interesting, uh, interesting thing over there as well, like, um, and I don't know what the right answer is either, like, do you maintain having an outside country there for another 20 years? Like, we've tried to give them as much help as possible, and then as soon as we're gone, they're just... Like, yes. Oh. Yeah, I think it's a very complicated uh, Yeah, Yeah, probably situation. not something you can do. I think, like, people are also just, like, terrified to fight up against something that's such oh, a... Oh, yeah. They're basically, it's like fighting against evil, where, like, they will fuck you and your family up. Yeah. But, like, it's not just, like, we had the strength to fight against them. It was, like, do we have this... Like, if people are quitting... Am I gonna be the person that doesn't quit and then gets tortured yeah. as a result? It's like, it's it's, it's I don't fear. know. I I think like the the states to just like abandon like like abandon shit and just be like, well, you're on your own. Yeah. Um. When they've been like so involved in their like their infrastructure and economy for so long, like they need they needed to like do like a cleanup. Yeah. Well. Like, the like they needed, they needed to provide out like like contingency plans, yeah, <laughs> and provide like ways of getting like shit tons of civilians out if mm -hmm. if something like this were to happen. Yeah, I, f I think the the bailout plan, you, like you said, should be a bit better. Um, sorry, and just quick thing, I have an appointment at nine forty, which oh, yeah, is yeah, nine yeah. o'clock right now, so we got like twenty minutes or so. Um, but and I agree, like the bailout plan should be. But then I have some friends, you know, most of my Saskatoon people or whatever, they're pretty you know conservatist or whatever. Um, and, and they kind of raised a point that I thought was interesting, where, where it was like, you know, the U.S. was supposed to be there to, like, help train up, you know, their armies and stuff like that so that they didn't have to be there, essentially, right? Because they, they got in, they kind of did whatever they did, eradicated a lot of it, took over power. And then they were supposed to, like, kind of make it to the point where, like, their own country could deal with them, right? But for whatever reason, it just never, like, like they as soon as they... As soon as the U.S. would pull back, they just they just got overran again. So it's just like fuck. Like, what do you do? Like, are we just gonna move here for like ever? Or like, it's such a such a shitty spot. Um, yeah, and, I mean, for one, like the like the U.S. putting in a system has never really worked yeah, anywhere. No, for sure. Um, it needs to come from within. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, but if nobody <sighs> wants to do it within, it's like, how do you? How do you? Like, what is, how do you win, right? Like, it's, it's like, fuck, it's such a bad, like, position to be in, you know? It, it's, again, it's one of those things where 
even the government for COVID, it's like I would never want to be in that position where it's like I have to make the rules about how to do this. Do I keep them there? You're yeah, going to lose. You know, you're going to lose yeah. both times or win. You, like you're going to piss off half and you're going to piss off the other half. Yeah. I think like part, part of the problem was just that like when uh, Trump initially was like, we're going to have people out by this date. Mm. And then, I mean, that, that's basically just like, you're just choosing a date. You're not actually basing yeah. it on any kind of logistics. Like, you, if you're going to, like, take out the troops that you've been involved, like, you spent years in this country, like, you can't just leave. Like, you yeah. need to, like, have, Make like, sure a they're... serious transitional period where, like, you see kind of what is working and what's not and yeah. and can actually, like, peacefully transition. Mm-hmm out of there right well, and then um and and like if there's if the taliban is like taking over then you're like okay we need to like get everybody out. that's gonna get fucked by them out of there and then just bomb um, and then well, <laughs> just reset yeah i don't know like like i'm not a yeah I'm certainly not a specialist <laughs> not in this a area, so general of the but, army uh, I, I just feel like like this like everybody expected biden to do that to basically to to like extend like maybe like scrap the whole idea of just getting them out yeah immediately and just be like okay well we'll like make this like a 10-year transition or something yeah, yeah. where like we can actually have some control over what goes down mm -hmm. just, so that's not just like let's leave a bunch of people that we've trained up to fend for themselves and expect that they'll just win win yeah exactly like you can't really know and man, it's I mean, like, like I, uh, I can see, I like, I can see how, again, it's hindsight is 2020, right? Yeah. I mean, from their perspective, they were like, well, you got way more people, you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but, well, if I look at it, like, if that happened here, like in Kona, for example, right? Basically, what you mm -hmm. have is you have people coming, like, it's such a shitty spot because you have people coming and be like, you have to fight to live. Like, you're going to have to pick up a gun, like me. Pick up a gun and go over there and kill somebody who wants to try to kill you. And so, like, no matter how much I get trained, if I don't want to become a soldier, like, if I don't, like, you know, I'm not very motivated to fight. And that's exactly what's kind of happening over there. It's like, they're basically saying, hey, guys, unfortunately, because of where you live, you got a bunch of dicks over here. You're just going to have to pick up a gun and start killing these guys. Like, you know, like, it's, it's, it's like, mm -hmm. holy shit, that's kind of terrifying, you know? Like, you literally have to fight to live. Um, and these yeah, guys don't play right. by any sort of rules, right? Like mm -hmm. they will bomb, like you know, like you, you, like the people that get trained probably have to like abide by, you know, UN or whatever the Geneva Council or whatever yeah. it's called. Whereas these guys are just like, no, we will like fucking burn you with like chemical, <laughs> you know, it's like whatever yeah, the hell. Like maximum suffering is yeah. like a bonus. And then <laughs> again, the fear and uh, is like if you get, if we know who you are and we catch you, your entire generation of like, 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 even now they've just said, "Oh, we're gonna go door to door and find people that worked for the government, worked for the military." Mm. I would be like, mm, "No, okay, no, I'm sorry." Like, like, what do you do, yeah. right? Um, have you have you uh, listened to the Yon Me Park Joe Rogan thing? No. Oh man, you, that's one episode you should listen to. So she is a, a North Korean defector, um, mm. and she was saying like some pretty. That whole interview was just absolutely harrowing. Um, she was like, uh, if you if you try to do anything against North Korea, um, they have like a, a five or ten generation problem where it's like every generation of your family is now screwed for ten generations. Like that's how they sentence you essentially. 
So it's like, if you yeah, have kids, yeah, sentencing. it's like you have kids and like, yeah, your kids are already fucked and their kids' kids, like, like hundred years of your family is just going to be like spent in shit. Like there was some crazy, she's got a book out too. Um, so she's kind of making the rounds to like all the podcasts and all that kind of stuff. But that would be one I would, I would recommend you listen to because like the shit that goes down over there. And again, it's from her point of view. We don't know, but I mean, assume that most of what she said is probably correct for now. I don't know something else to, that we know about over there. Um, it's just, it's just crazy. But yeah. So, what time yeah, is it for you right now? Ten, eleven. Yeah, it's uh, it's twelve. Twelve. Okay, so you're three hours ahead. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Right. Three hours, and then you, you change time as well, right? Yeah, so, so you're sometimes it's two hours. hours. No, no, because we change hours. as well, I think. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. You're in BC now. Yeah, BC, <laughs> yeah, yeah I know. That's right. I know. All my that's calendars right. are, like, fucked up, and, like, I miss so many yeah, meetings Yeah, it's, it's always three hours. Yeah. It's okay. always three that hours sucks. in BC. That sucks. Yeah. What a pause. Well, especially because I go to bed pretty early, so, like... Yeah. <laughs> well, and I... I kind of like being closer to, like, where you are versus where I am, because... You know, I get up, I get up at like seven, but it's like six here. So it's like I get up before people think I'm like working really hard, <laughs> right? And uh, but now it's like, oh shit, now I get up at the same time. And like to get up yeah. even earlier is like, oh my god, that is a battle to like get mm -hmm. up two hours earlier, 4 a.m., which is actually five. Like, so I, I'm having such a hard time getting back into a, a structure, like a routine, especially because like I'm living at my dad's. I can't move into my house and or the condo that I'm renting with my stepsister until I have my fucking furniture. So I have to do another round of like changes at the end of the month, which is like, fuck. So I just want to be done in a spot for more than a year, you know, set up some good habits, good routines, and just go from there. So bit of a bit of a mess right now. Yeah. I'm uh I I know you don't have much time but what do you think about the whole like election happening soon Dude um this is the amount I've paid attention to that's like the first time I've heard about there's been an election so Okay is so, that with like Tr oh, uh, Trudeau right Yeah yeah where he he's it's like um, almost certainly actually I think it is certainly going to happen now cuz I've already seen election signs up for our so how, local MPs Is it is it not a thing that just happens like how like what I don't understand so, that. Okay, it, so normally, um, there's a federal election every four years, yeah. right? However, the prime minister, if they want, can call an election whenever they want. Why would they do that? Oh, to extend another four it, years? To exactly, it restarts the four years. Uh, and in Canada, we have no maximum number of right, uh, right. You terms can you can do. So, so in the states, it would be like it would be like you're two. sacrificing a couple years, right? Yeah. So he's done a couple years. Um, but he basically he's betting that, he's that he'll win. probably lose in two years if he runs, but he's polling oh, really well right now. I see. So he's like, oh. Oh, I'm just going to take an early win and then extend my reign. And that's kind of fucking years. creepy, isn't it? Like, yeah, I, I, shouldn't, I don't think they should be able to do that, but whatever. And like, you know, they have a team just like counting the votes. Oh, how many people would vote for us? Oh, right yeah, now? Exactly. Okay, boom, let's go. It's like, fuck, that's uh, stupid. Um, I'm kind of I, I kind of think that he may have fucked himself over, though, because well, I think the polls are probably wrong. Yeah, but I I could be wrong. I could be wrong. He could still easily win. I know he's he is polling, like supposedly he's doing really well. Hmm. But I think people are kind of pissed at him right now. Well, I think whoever would be in power, um, like during this time frame, 
people would be yeah, pissed at true. them, you know, whether they're conservative or liberal, whoever, I think one way or the other, people would be like, this person has ruined Canada, you know, which is why, why it's like yeah. a shit spot to be in right now. Guaranteed. All the, like that being said, like a lot of people, like the only really thing that he did that um, has like delivered on was the decrim or was legalizing weed. Right. And now he's kind of like, um, and like everything else that they were pushing at the time was basically like completely ignored, which is like party reform or not party. Sorry. There was going to be election reform. That was like one of the main things. Right. They basically just like completely ignored that. So I know. Anyway, it's 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 interesting. I've been just reading a bunch of people on Reddit and different mm. threads, hearing all the, everybody's differing differing sides. So who's like the biggest? Like who's the conservative person then? Or is like does like the other parties actually have a chance to win? They're like Green now and shit like that. Or a Green doesn't because Green, um, Greens had like um, some major like internal problems. Oh, um, where like they don't uh, like they don't really have a platform i don't think they even have like mm. like their leaders pretty i don't know they had some problems yeah that's <laughs> so awesome. like they're basically totally out like right. like there's no chance uh, there's like no chance so the conservative um, who's running for those so guys like, yeah it's basically like conservatives and ndp is uh, ndp is probably mm. gonna do really well i don't even um, man i like <laughs> i don't even know like what the fuck the ndp even does you know like they're like gotta... uh they're like a more so liberal liberal they're even more liberal yeah really why yeah. isn't a liberal like like why is why is the liberals called the liberals then if they should be more liberal than they are well because <laughs> i don't know the ndp is like a super like a mega progressive oh, that's part. sing that's the sing guy isn't yeah it? oh he's kind of cool Jake Preet. um kind of dope Jack, so like Jack he's meat. doing pretty well Jake meat I'd love to jag meet this guy. <laughs> I actually it. saw him in the Toronto airport once. Really? Yeah. Damn. Um. Yeah. So it's like him and uh, yeah. I, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting because I think the the liberals will probably like they'll lose a bunch of votes, but a lot of them will go to NDP and a lot of them will go to conservatives. So it might not necessarily mm. like it could I, I, could be anybody's election. Oh man, is anybody really trying to screw people over? <laughs> like, basically, everyone's kind of shit, though. That's yeah. the thing. Well, like, what is their like? <laughs> I actually like. I don't even know what to do. I well, that's. They, I, I don't think I voted last time because I was just like, I hate everything. Like, I, there's yeah. no, there's no good choice here. You know. Yeah. I think I might have picked Trudeau like in the actual election just because I think he's gonna legalize weed, and I was like, last time's pretty dope. I think um, that's what happened for a lot of people, yeah. which is why I think he probably won't win this time. <laughs> yeah, he's got nothing else to legalize. Cocaine! Got nothing else. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, actually, the, the NDP wants to decriminalize opioids. Oh, that'd be dope. Um, which is nice. I, I know, yeah, I don't know. I think, like, the, one of the major... Um, sorry, you probably have to go pretty quick. But, uh, one of the major things people are voting on right now is cost of living. Right, right. And the conservatives do have, it looks like they have the best plan for it. Yeah. So that's like one thing that's pushed, that's going in their favor. But it's Fuck. like, again, it's like, who has the, it's like, are, we, are, are you going to vote on the platform? Are you going to vote on who you trust the most yeah. to, actually to actually deliver execute. on the platform? Yeah. Or do you vote on your local MP? Because that's what really matters to I mean, you at, or? At some, yeah, well, it's in some, in a lot of ways, that matters more. Right. Because isn't it like the um, more that the local votes get, like the like, so it's whoever whichever MP wins is the, is counts as a vote towards the federal 
It's it's oh. so it's so really basically weird. like like it's kind of like if the if the state is blue, the blue person will win. Like if the if the prop if the if the local person is conservative, that means it's one vote for the conservative team, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure okay. that's how it works. So it's not it's like a... it's not like I'm voting for Trudeau and like my vote goes all the way to the end. It's like if I vote for Trudeau, but then um, NDP wins. Um, then it's like my vote no longer counts towards Trudeau, right? I think. Um, hold on. So I know like there are minority governments, right? Majority oh governments. So like it's a certain number of people that, um, like you can get the majority of, or a minority of MPs, but still win. So. Jesus Christ. Actually, yeah. I I thought I'm pretty sure it. It, uh, <laughs> it's so funny, guys. I, I feel like I know in the American system you can win with a minority of votes, right? Right. right. I think that's the case for Canada too, though. I mean, so I think your so I think your vote, um, like I don't think the 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 um mm. person with the most votes necessarily wins. I'm pretty sure it, you basically vote for your MP, right? And then. The number of MPs decides, right? And then whether it's majority or minority might just have to do with uh, like how many people get. There's like a third party or something, right? This might yeah. actually be an huh. election that I have to actually kind of sound read sound like an song. idiot now. This is uh, some pretty basic. Uh... <laughs> you you sound like an idiot, man. You're I'm I am basic Canadian ignorant as hell for this. Like I don't know what class like social studies that I missed. Probably like a whole two weeks or whatever, but this was part of it. <laughs> um, it was not taught particularly well, to be fair. I think mine was, and then I just was just like, fuck this stuff. I think the only thing okay. I... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. In, Ca in Canada's parliamentary system, minority governments occur when no party has a majority of seats. Yeah, yeah. So it's if there's like a third party that takes up a bunch more seats. Oh, I see. So, so basically if the... Right, so like... Uh, so so like if if the if uh so it is that the mps i'm pretty i'm like 99 percent sure it's that it, it the most mps whoever has the most mps wins right um but if you have like like there's say there's 100 seats mm -hmm. in so if um, you have like 51 percent is ndp the ndp wins but then the minority government is the 49 percent of whatever else sort of thing so the majority would be if you won 51 percent of seats However, oh, if there's three parties going, I see. Right, there's, you could have you somebody win over. if they got 34 percent yeah, of yeah, the yeah, vote. Yeah, I see, and then you got two um, minorities. That, that's a minority government because <laughs> right. they don't have they don't have the majority of the ah. seats, but they still won them more right. votes than every other party. So that's probably the best case scenario because for this, yeah, for this election, the best case scenario is a minority government right. because they, nobody right. can really like probably nothing is really going to get done, but they're really not going to screw anything crazy up. Exactly. Right? Right. Yeah. Interesting. I gotta. I think I'm gonna actually have to pay attention because, like, this is part of the, like you know you said cost of living and stuff like that. And it's like, look, that actually kind of affects me pretty big. Like, yeah. I'm actually gonna it'd be interested to see whose platform has the best. And then, like you said, it's just like, well, you trust the you trust that the platform's gonna work or this. Man, I yeah, can see so why like that. Like NDP said that they will build like 500,000 new homes or something over the next few years, and then the Conservatives have said that they would build um, a million, uh, but also they'll also uh, get rid of foreign investment for two years. So like you can't, well, you can't be like in China buildings can't be. Yeah, 
I see. So Which basically, is kind of more. It's actually almost more important <laughs> is that it's not. Well, no, just, uh, that just means they're going to be building all these things and nobody can afford them in Canada. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, no, no, it's like, it's like right now, one of the reasons our, our home or like everything's inflated is because of foreign investment, right? Right. It's like everything in Vancouver is owned by somebody else overseas, but nobody's living in it. Yeah. So it just kind of takes so like, spots. So like the conservatives have the better plan, but will they do it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So... Man, politics sucks, man. I feel like you should be, you should have some kind of like um, accountability to actually go through with your plans. Yeah, like I think like your platform should literally be like a thing where it's like, if you have delivered on, if you, if you have made efforts and you can prove that you're trying mm-hmm. to do this, because that to me is more important than actually getting something done. It's like, are you actually trying, right? Yeah. Uh, if you, and if you, if you aren't, then it's just like, hey, you can't run again because like you're just a piece of shit, you know? Yeah. Um, but again, I think we've talked about this before. It's like, what? There is no fucking good. Well, who can you know, police that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the current party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, who gets to police that? Just, just everybody in Canada. It's like RuneScape, old school RuneScape. There's like a poll that comes out to every single person in Canada, and you pick: is this person doing their job? Yes or no? <laughs> and if the majority says no, hey, you're out. Yeah. No. Um, I do have to wrap this up because yep, I got to jump good. to ICBC, try and get my license back over here. So hopefully they don't bone me. Fuck you over. Yeah. yeah. So, ah, well, right. any luck, uh, closing remarks? Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like sadness right now. Yeah. The world is sadness. You know what? <laughs> Keep your chin up. Listen to some good yeah. music. Um, That's right. What did I just listen to uh, that was really good? Fuck, it was like a new. Oh, Ed Sheeran is going to release a new album. That's my that's right, the yeah, new yeah. fact here. Equals. Um, so that's nice. everybody goes to Ed Sheeran. It's everyone great. listen to Ed Sheeran. He'll cheer you up. Yeah, <laughs> actually, it'll probably just make you more sad. His visiting hour <laughs> song is absolutely depressing. But you know what? Yeah, yeah. Shit. It's about Michael Gudinski, who's like an Australian fucking music producer, father of music in Australia, and then he passed away. You should listen to that man. His he's got a performance. I'll send to you. It'll make you tear up. Maybe maybe. All tear right, up, all know. right. Send it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this has been another episode of. The, the Jude and Ty, Ty Podcast. Podcast.